What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fifth Down Podcast. My name is Mason Hall, and today we have a very special guest on the first episode of the show today. Um, I first met Jackson at Mestral Passing Academy. We practiced with each other for about four four years, and uh, now he is a freshman at St. Andrews. We both play for the Parkland Rangers, or he used to play for the Parkland Rangers. I currently play for them. And uh, I'm going to bring him on to the show now, and we're going to ask him a couple of questions. Hello, guys. What's up, Jackson? How What's you up? been? Good, great. Christmas. Christmas is good. Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> All right, so the first question I have for you, let's talk about uh, when you were in Pop Warner. What did you enjoy most about playing for the Parkland Rangers and just being able to be there with the team? Uh, Yeah, so – before Parkland Rangers, actually, this is going to be like a little background, but before Parkland Rangers, I was originally playing for the Coconut Creek Eagles for like three seasons. And then like their whole like program shut down and I had to move to the Parkland Rangers when I was in fifth grade. Uh, this is in like 2018. But what I enjoyed most about playing for the Parkland Rangers was mainly my teammates. Um, they're great guys. We weren't necessarily the biggest kids on the field. But we, we always played hard. Um, we always played with heart. We always played physical. And our coach got everything out of out of us. So I just loved my teammates, loved the atmosphere that we were in over there. And it, it was great. And then um, one memory I have from Parkland Rangers is actually a game. I think it was my first season there. And we were playing the Boca Braves. Um, it was a rivalry game, kind of. And my first season there, I was the quarterback. So we basically had to win, and we won the game. We ended up winning uh, by – I scored a touchdown. We kicked a field goal. We went up, and, like, this – I just remember this most. We won the game. The other team's coach was mad. He came on the field. Uh, police, like, police had to drive him off because he was mad. Wow. So, so it, was, it was crazy experience. Um, that was just my first season there. It was, it was a great win, great experience with Parkland Rangers. But um, – Second thing I'm probably I probably enjoyed most was the coaches. All of my coaches mm-hmm. were great to me. They all like they all loved me. They all they all saw my work ethic. Um, my head coach, his name is Ed Hoffman. He actually brought me to where I am today, like St. Andrews. Um, mm-hmm. He he brought he did a great job at bringing at at bringing like everything out of the kids and um, you know making sure we played with hard, making sure we played hard, and that allowed us to win more games and, and shock teams basically because people would look at us when we were warming up and stuff. They'd be like, Oh, those kids are small. Those kids are from Parkland. They, they're, they're terrible, but we would, we would basically shock teams. So that's what I enjoyed most about playing for Parkland. Yeah. It's it's my, it was my first year with Parkland last season. So I kind of had the same experience with you in this one game. I think it was last game of the season. Uh, well, we were in the second round of the playoffs going against uh, Fort Lauderdale. Fort and it was it was a hard battle, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So the next question I have for you, you're you're very tall and athletic, obviously. And I, I believe last time I checked, you're like 6'2", 160, I believe. Yeah, 6'2", And do you play any other sports? Because I'm sure with that size, you should be able to be good at a couple other sports. Yeah, so I actually play I actually play um, basketball, of course, because I'm tall, right? So mm-hmm. I was playing. I started playing basketball when I was in like third grade. Uh, originally, I was playing 
football and baseball, but I was going to be on like a travel baseball team and stuff like that, but it didn't really work out. And when I was in third grade, I basically quit baseball and decided, I said, Hey, I'm going to take on basketball because I'm tall. I'm athletic. I could jump. Um, And I basically developed from there um, being aggressive. You know, that, that came from playing football and stuff like that, but I developed to where I am now. And I still play basketball for, for uh, my high school, um, doing good there, having a great season. We're still we're still playing and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I also play lacrosse, so I kind of use my my size to help me out in that area. Um, so what drew you to playing quarterback? Because I know there's a lot of factors that go into uh, playing that position. So what what drew you to want to play quarterback? Yeah, so playing quarterback originally. Playing well, my passion for playing football it, it basically started when I was a kid. Um, I would see I would see football um, on TV, NFL, college, and I knew that my dad he actually used to play football um, at Purdue. So of course, every little kid wants to be like their dad. So I said, "Hey, I want to play football." And um, my dad said, "Hey, if you want to play football, you're gonna have to be a quarterback because you know, that's basically the most protected position on the field with exception to like kicker and stuff like that. Yeah. But he said, yeah, you're going to have to play quarterback. That's it. So from a young age, this is when I was like six years old, he would start working with me after school on the field and we would do conditioning and different quarterback drills just to get me prepared to play flag football, which is where I started out first. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he basically said, yeah, you're going to have to play quarterback. We would work. I remember he used to work with me. I think I was like six or eight years old and we would like, I would be throwing to different poles on fences just to work on my accuracy. And that was just, that's basically just developed me from a young kid my, with my dad saying, Hey, you're going to play quarterback to now, which is where I'm at my first year of high school. So that's basically started there. Yeah. I took on playing quarterback just because of the leadership role. I love being a leader. So Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really about my past. My dad didn't really play football, so but that's, yeah. that's really cool that you have a, a little bit of a backstory there. Mm-hmm. So, when what gets you excited to go onto the field and just play or like practice? Ball? What what gets you in that mindset to just want to have fun? On yeah, so it's basically like having wanting to go out there and actually play football, it basically comes within myself. I basically motivate myself and hype myself up to play football. Um, this is, this is mainly because like my mindset, um, I, I just hype myself up. Right. So when I'm, when I'm back to practice, when I'm about to go play a game, I visualize myself, I visualize myself scoring. I visualize myself throwing touchdown passes. I visualize myself, running and that gets me amped up especially during a game time because you're like man I'm really about to go out here and and do these things so it's just my it has to come within yourself if you want to hype yourself up because you can't let really anybody if you're if you're not motivated then you can't no other people aren't going to be able to motivate you so basically myself and then also my teammates right so if my teammates are having a good week of practice if I'm having a good week of practice that's going to hype me up for a game. And that's going to be like, man, we're really out here working. We're really working hard. I'm ready for the game. I know we're, you know, I know we're going to put in hundred percent effort. So basically just all of that, um, listening to music gets me ready. 
yeah. that in the locker room we used to blast music and it just used to get me so hyped it was, it was a crazy <laughs> environment and feel it was, it was a really fun experience that sounds awesome all right so the next question i have for you so aside from training with coach ken at my show passing academy what what do you do to prepare for a big game on game day oh yeah big so big games um like you said, training with Coach Chemistroli on Sundays, basically every other Sunday. But um, at the beginning of the week, preparing for a big game, it started always at the start of the week. So at mm -hmm. the start of the week, of course, we'd have practice Monday through Thursday and then our game on Friday. But it all started with basically water. So I'd, dr I'd be drinking water a gallon a day. I drink a gallon a day at school, just water, 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 keep myself hydrated because mm -hmm. if you're not drinking water, I mean – then you're going to be dehydrated at the game. You're going to have cramps. You're going to cramp up. And I didn't want that because, of course, I want to be in the game every time. So yeah. I wanted to make sure my body was right and I was drinking water. Um, also, to prepare myself, I would stretch a lot for a big game. So I'd get up in the morning, go to school, eat a good lunch, right, because you need you need to yeah. have nutrients in you before a game. Um, I'd stretch after lunch for about 30 minutes on in the gym or at the track and it just be a long full body stretching because i wanted to keep my body loose um for the game and then mm -hmm. after school after school i would we would all meet in the gym the whole football team the basketball gym so i would stretch there stretch my arms do everything do all of that and then um at the game right before the game when all the quarterbacks came to came out to warm up and receivers I would stretch my arms. I would do the little uh, stretches that we do that early just to warm up my arms, get ready for throwing and stuff like that. And then finally, I would stretch with the team, the whole team. We do other stretches. So my body was always my body was always prepared um, in that kind of loose manner. Like your body has to be loose every time. Um, also to prepare like mentally, basically, I would um, watch film, study plays, do all that. Uh, also, it, this is really important too. Basically, rehabbing after practice, I would ice oh, yeah. Epsom salt baths, you know, pit icy hot on because after a long week of throwing, your arm could really sore. I'm sure you probably know that. Yeah. Um, so I'd ice my arm every Friday. Ice it after practice. I mean, every Thursday, ice it after practice and stuff like that, just to make sure that I kept it kept it healthy because I you know you know you don't want to go into a game with a sore arm. Yeah. And everything. It's, it's not good. So that's mm -hmm. basically how I went to prepare for a game. Yeah, I do pretty much the same thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so when you're on the field, and it's a very important situation that has a lot of pressure on you. What do you do to calm yourself down and uh, address the situation? So basically calming myself down, I, I try to tune out everything. I try, like, if you're at a big game, I try to tune out the crowd because, of course, you're going to have the whole school there. Maybe the other team's um, students are there if mm -hmm. it's an away game. I try to tune all of that out and just focus on the field, my other 10 players that are on the field, my coach who's calling the plays in, making sure my players are calm, and then I try to focus on my players and then scoring. That's the only thing that, that I'm worried about when I'm on the field. I'm not worried about what other people are screaming I'm not worried about what the other team's screaming. It's just me and my teammates trying to score. And that's basically how you break it down as simple as that. Just you're playing out, you're out there playing football with your teammates, 
trying mm-hmm. to score and you have one goal trying to score. So that's basically what I bring it up to. Of course, as a quarterback, you need to be calm. Um, if you're not calm, then your teammates are going to be like, whoa, Jackson's not calm. Yeah. You know, they're going to go into a panic because the quarterback is supposed to be calm and, and collected. So that's basically how I how I taught, you know, how I learned how to calm myself down. So the next question I have for you, has there ever been any moments that, you know, you've made like a big play and you didn't think that you had the capability of making that big play and you thought just wow to yourself and you were a little bit yeah, surprised? There's uh, there's plenty of, of like examples that one of them is when I was playing North Broad Prep. I remember we had to we had to make it like a first down. It was a crucial game. It was our homecoming no, it was their homecoming game. We were playing an away game. They had the whole school there, crazy. We were down at halftime. I had to make um, had to make a first down. Coach called me in. He said, "Jackson, you're gonna run it." I got a first down. Helped the team out. We ended up scoring that drive and going up. Um, that was that's that's a big moment for me. And then also, mm-hmm. my first game ever playing. My first ever high school game. It was a preseason game, Coral Springs Charter. My first time going in, my first time playing high school, I actually ran. I, I ran a couple people over. Um, I don't think anybody expected that. I don't think anybody expected me as a quarterback, um, being long and lengthy and tall, to be running people over. But I, I surprised myself because I'm like, dang, if I could, if I'm a freshman and I could run, you know, all these other varsity players over, I, I could be, I could be great. So yeah. I just surprised myself there. And then last. Um, it was Inlet Grove. We were playing Inlet Grove, and it was our senior night, actually. Whole school was there, you know, supporting the seniors. We were up. It was it was a pretty bad game. We were winning, but at halftime, we were up by I can't even explain. We were just winning, but so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, halftime, after the half, I went in um, and scored two. I had two rushing touchdowns. One of them got called back, um, and then I had a 33-yard touchdown pass to one of our seniors who got his first touchdown ever. Wow. Um, That was a really special moment for me. It really, you know, that was basically my breakaway game where I had all these highlights and everything. I'm like, dang, I'm a freshman doing this. You know, there's more to come. I I wowed myself, like you said. I wowed myself. And I knew I could do it. I'm like, if I'm a freshman, now I could, you know, what am I going to be doing when I'm a senior? So it's just – you know, gave me confidence for next season and all the other seasons. Yeah, it's like a lot of good stuff to come. Exactly. So the next question I got for you. So from Pop Warner High School and hopefully to going to bigger colleges in the future, how would you describe the difference from playing in Pop Warner to going into high school and playing in high school? Yeah, so basically when you're playing when you're playing Pop Warner football, you're you're out there, you're trying to develop, you're trying to have fun. And then when you go to high school, you, you basically get hit with the realization that, hey, I'm in high school. These games count. You know, my players want to win. My coaches want to win. We could, you know, recruiters could be here. So basically it's a lot more um, just stuff on you that you you want to do to win. Um, and Pop Warner, like I said, you're out here trying to develop. You're out here trying to get better so that you could go to high school and want to win. And that's 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 a huge difference from, you know, you're a kid, uh, your parents are at the game and stuff like that. And high school, not only your parents are at the game, but you have your whole school at the game watching. Yeah. So it kind of puts a little bit more pressure on you, 
but like I said, you have to, I have to calm myself down, of course, as a quarterback, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a difference where you have, you know, a lot more people at the games, the games count a lot more. Your players are trying to get into college. They're trying to get filmed. They're trying to get recruited. So it counts a lot more than high school does than what pop Warner is to try to develop you. But the different, the similarities that they both have, if, if you want to pop Warner and um, high school, it's just having fun out there. Like in high school, I'm going to have fun and pop Warner. I was having fun. So I was, I was cherishing my moments with my teammates. I was, I was making sure that I wanted to play football and I wanted to have fun. And I'm mm-hmm. still having fun now. I'm, I'm cherishing the moments with all my teammates. I remember the moments with all my pop Warner teammates. They're out, they're out there doing great things now. So those are basically the similarities um, between both and the differences between both of them. So uh, is there any advice that you would want to give to parents of kids or any kids who are currently playing in Pop Warner that would probably prepare them for the future? Uh, yeah. So basically, if you want to, I would like to tell the kids, if you want to be great, if you want to work, if you want to go to college, if you want to play in college, if you want to go to the NFL, you have to work. Um if, if you're not out here working, if you're not, you know, trying to get bigger, stronger, faster every day, if you're not, you know, trying to be great with yourself, working like me and you going to Mistroli, working on our own, going to the gym, lifting, eating right, making sure your grades are up mm-hmm. and just just being overall great person and, and trying to help yourself, then you can't go anywhere Um a motto I basically say is basically without work, there you, there can't be success. So if you're not working to be great, then your dreams are basically nothing. And, you know, they're just, they're, they're not dreams. You have to work for your dreams. I want to go to the NFL. I want to play in college. So I'm going to work for that, right? I'm going to, you know, do these different things just to set myself apart from other kids. So I would like to tell the other kids, just follow your dreams and work for your dreams if you really if you really 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 want to achieve them and go to the nfl and play in college so the last question i have for you before uh we say goodbye to everybody who's watching what is next for you this off season and what are you looking most forward to in 2022 uh yeah so basically so this off season i'm going to try to hit up a lot of college camps i'm going to be traveling basically around the country around this around the state of Florida, going to different college camps, getting out there, getting my name out there, getting exposed, trying to get recruited, trying to get some offers, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be looking at different colleges, just going going around. Um, but with that, I'm also going to be trying to help myself, better myself by going to the gym and lifting. I just, you know, for a birthday present, my dad just got me a new like gym membership to to go. Um, with a trainer. So I'm going to be getting bigger, stronger, faster, of course. Um, also just studying other other players, studying, you know, with the mental aspect of it, coverages, defenses, incorporating other quarterbacks, NFL quarterbacks, college quarterbacks, uh, just mechanics and things that I could do to better myself, their game into my game. And just overall, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to just getting better for, you know, 2020, 2022, coming up and you know having a great year having a great sophomore year and you know getting out there getting offers getting exposure and and just being the best quarterback being the best version of myself that I could be 
All right. So thank you, Jackson, for coming. I hope you enjoy being on the podcast with me, and I hope all the viewers enjoy Jackson being on the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and let you go now. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and uh, I'll see you later. Thank you, Mason. See you. Now I'm going to do a stupid little promo thing. So, All right, guys. So we are also going to be doing a giveaway on the next couple of episodes on the podcast. So since Jackson was the first person to be on the podcast, he will be getting a free pair of Pit Vipers. If you would like to also get a free pair of Pit Vipers, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment down below um, Pit Viper in all capitals. That's right. Pit Viper in all capitals down below. You could win your own very, very own free pair of Pit Vipers. But since Jackson was the first one on the show... He's going to get his very own. So here, I'm going to unbox these for you so you can see what they look like. Look like they look like that. Dang, those are nice, man. Those are yeah. Dang, thank you. You're very welcome. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. This is uh, make sure to follow Jackson Jewel on all his social media accounts and make sure to follow everything he's doing. Um, out there and his career moves and uh until next time this is mason hall with the fifth down podcast see you guys later all right thank you for coming jackson you can leave now if you want and uh i'm gonna edit this video and uh i'll post it so see you and now my dad's here see you bro thank you for coming i really appreciate it goodbye was it bad?